You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What power to me, gente? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today we have an awesome dynamic duo of comic creators. Whip, I can't wait. You know, first up, it's the big homie. He is a, you know what I mean, artist, creator, storyteller, the one and only Eric Yin. Whip, what up, homie? Hey, what's up? Hey, thanks for having us on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, no doubt. Let me bring in your partner in crime and co-creator of this dope comedy you got out right now called White Savior of the One, the only Scott Berman. Woo! What up, homie? What's going on? Instructions don't get much better than that, Al. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm excited to have you guys on because I had the honor and pleasure of reading uh, White Savior. Oh, man, what a trippy, fun book that, you know, gives you those what TF moments leaving you wanting more, like, okay, where are we headed here? It, it, it's funny, it's action-packed, it's colorful, great job, guys. And before we dig into that madness of an awesome book from Dark Horse, get a, a little bit of details about you guys. So first up, Mr. Scott Berman. Let me ask, were you from OG? And I what was your first love in fandom? First first bit of fandom still is waiting to happen. My first bit of fandom, <laughs> I am... Asking me first is a terrible idea because I'm riding the <laughs> of Eric over here. Um, I'm from Chicago, and uh, I live in Austin, Texas now. And, uh, yeah, my first bit of fandom, I'm hoping, comes pretty soon uh, as our book uh, takes off and oh. into the stratosphere. Gotcha. And everyone... about what was your first love of, in fandom? Love. Okay, our first love. What, okay, so. That's what a... did you fall in love with? And who, and who presented it to you? Was it mommy, daddy, a, a sibling, your boys, or, or was it something you found on your own? You know, that is a good question. You know, I, I just remember as a little kid, me and my brother, uh, we loved comics, loved going to the uh, the shop with my grandma every Sunday. Um, she'd get me some Spider-Man stuff. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, grandma. Stuff. That's a cool grandma. Oh, Grandma Jean. <laughs> Rest in peace. Love you, grandma. Love you, grandma. Um, Shout out to grandma. All right, <laughs> Yeah, and so, yeah, Spider-Man uh, was my guy. I was a huge, and am, of course, a huge uh, Spider-Man fan. Uh, every now and then I would toy with other heroes being my my true love. But, uh, but yeah, Spider-Man is uh, is the one for me. And, um, and yeah, and, and, and even the character um, in our comic, his name is Todd Parker. And that's a, a slight reference to, uh, to old Spidey. And it's just a little bad <laughs> at coming up with names. It's a, a combo of those two. I things. got I got I got it. I, but it ain't bad at all because it's historical, especially when you you know meet Todd Parker, a great character. So Eric, a bit about yourself then. Where you OG from and your first love in fandom? Oh man, uh, uh I go I go way back. I, I've always drawn uh superheroes. Uh you know, I even when I was really young, like elementary school, my uh, my uh, grandparents will give me gifts like Superman stickers and Batman stickers, you know, little um, things like that. And you would trace and you would do all that stuff. Um, but how I really got into comics was Todd McFarlane, man, that, that dude changed That's everything, awesome. you know, uh, McFarlane is probably the only guy I actually uh, waited so long in line, just get 
a first autograph of his uh, Spider-Man number one, that silver. Oh, wow. One. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like the most precious comic I have, even, even though my kids kind of uh, messed it up now. <laughs> 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 yeah, Sorry. but I mean, Todd McFarlane was, was the guy um, back in the day. Still just like doing – He's still kicking, kicking butt, man. But uh, oh, he's but, yeah. definitely an inspiration still to this day. I've had the honor of uh, interviewing him a couple of times, meeting him in person, and I was like, yeah, man, he he definitely has a fire in him that that most people don't have. <laughs> yeah. And still, man, that guy goes yeah. crazy. I mean, the energy. Rocks. Yeah, he rocks. He rocks. But so do you guys because you got this dope project. So well, thank let's you, go. Scott. Let's continue. I mean, Eric, with your story. Um, did you have a tribe growing up in your fandom? You know, outside of the family that, that that you kicked it with, and and nah, and- you know, uh, I I come from your typical Asian family, you know, uh, something similar to like Todd Parker, you know, I got my <laughs> I got my uh, my parents, my grandparents telling me old stories and stuff like that, and also telling me to go to school, education, <laughs> education. What you want to be an artist? No, 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 no. You're playing the violin. So uh, they made me play the violin when I was younger, even though. Uh, I wanted to do art. They they got they 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 took me from my art classes, put me in violin. There yeah. you go. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> but, can, you uh, still, can you still play? No, man. I used to be no. able to play, even though I never practiced. I was pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm saying that that's a great way to bring attention to the booth when you guys go to get si- at the signings. You know, I was just playing the violin. <laughs> no one wants to see me play violin, man. <laughs> man, you want ourselves to go down or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I got them back actually. My last year in college at uh, university, UC Davis, uh, I had a, I had a couple extra classes to take, you know, extra time. So I decided, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna take a studio art class. From there, uh, no way of going back. I said, you know, I got I got my degree. Here you go, parents, your degree. <laughs> uh, then I said, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go do art. You can support me or not, but um, I had great uh-huh. parents. They supported me. Uh, I went to uh, Art Center Design School. And from there, man, just in, ended up going, um, doing game design at first, then got my hands back into comics. Amazing that you stood steadfast uh, on your vision. So, yeah, I'll please you guys, but I'm still going back to my stuff. So, you know, kudos on you for standing firm, man, because obviously <laughs> it, it has turned into something that we enjoy. So thank you. Well, thank you. Step fast on that journey. So, how about you, Scott? Man, how, how did you dip in and, and start getting? You know, did you have a tribe, and and when did your creative spark start coming along? You know, so my creative spark, uh, I feel like it was always there. You know, I majored in in theater at the University of Southern California, which is essentially waiting uh, waiting tables. That's what I majored in. Um, <laughs> the week after oh, graduating from USC, I was working with a catering company. And they put me on a job working at USC as a dishwasher. So literally a week after graduating, I was washing dishes at USC. So that's what my my degree got me there. Oh man, you should have taken a, a, a picture. I might have a phone back and it'd be like, "Hey, hey, yo, look, look, this is where my degree got me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you got two couple of smart dudes here. <laughs> you got con into into doing comics. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to explain that that picture that's in the the corner. One of the corners. Before we go any further, that the one that's looking up at you. <laughs> smugness. That is not me actually being smug. 
It's a mock of smugness, and the, and it's always interesting because you pulled that off of my Twitter, which I have been on maybe three times in the last decade. <laughs> and so, when we released, when I released these videos that nobody watched, and when uh, we're releasing these comics that the whole world will be reading. Yeah, I just thought the picture, the way it looked, and, and White say, I was like, oh, you know what? It's just funny. It, 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 I always got to be careful. With white savior, I gotta be like, hey guys, you know it's the. Uh, you know, hey, I gotta... Yeah, be good guys. It's not what you think. <laughs> but I'm gonna show you some dope stuff later, and then you're gonna be like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. So getting into that creative stuff, so you always had it. So you know, when did you, you know, when did it just happen when you wanted to do the first well, story so, and get it published? So I think there's a lot of people who have that creative spark, but nobody knows about it. Nobody has ever heard of them. Uh, they spend most of their time complaining on Twitter about other things because they never got their shot. I don't have the time to do my job, so get the F <laughs> off Twitter. What I didn't fuck? go on Twitter much, so I'm, I'm lucky about that. But, yeah, but this is at, at 40 years old just turned, um, and I've got the Spinal Fusion to prove it. Um, this is my first chance for the world to uh, to see something that I've created. So I've been creating for, you know, uh-huh. 20, 30 years Oh, uh, so just doing random cherry pop in there. The cherry <laughs> pop into the big time, then right here. <laughs> yeah. This is my first, my first shot. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's, it's an interesting question because it's like, was I creating? Yes. Did anybody see anything I created? Not no. at all. And so, uh, it's a, a fun and interesting kind of kind of question there. Okay. All right. So there you go. See, folks, and I, well, I think you're, you're breaking in in, in in a hell of a way with an amazing partner. So I, now, I, now I want to get into the details of the bromance. So Eric, I'll go to you. Can you can you explain a little bit? How, how did you guys even meet, and, and this came about? Oh man, I regret every bit of it, dude. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Scott, uh, six seven years ago, out of the blue, emailed me uh, saying, "This is Scott, whoever, whoever." Got scripts here for you to read. I'm like, oh, what? Uh, man, I don't have time to read this. I was working for Marvel doing, I forget what book it was. Um, it could be Old Man Logan or it could be the uh, the weekend book I was working on. I was like, eh, whatever. And so um, once I was done with that, I had a little bit of time. So I actually read one of his scripts. Uh, it was a, a script called um, How I Got Drunk and Saved the World. And, dude, um, it was funny. His scripts are funny, man. I mean, uh, I've, I've been doing so much work as far as doing uh, Marvel, DC, Batman, all this kind of serious stuff. I did 22 issues of Ex Vigilante, which is all blood and noir and dark and stuff. And so uh, when I read I his I love X, yeah, but, bro, I loved that book. Oh, did you? Awesome, man. I, I mean, got the whole run. I love that character. This different character from Dark Horse days. I got that whole run, and I applauded both you. And, and homie Dwayne, when y'all were doing that, because I, awesome. I thought that was Thank a you. book, man. I love yeah, it. I mean, it was, it was fun to do, man. I, I just, you know, too bad it just didn't, you know, get what, but, uh, what, yeah, what it yeah. deserved. Yeah. It's just Dark Horse superheroes don't seem to work well. It's like they work in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Fun stuff like what you guys are doing with, with this comic yeah. book. So when, when I read a script, man, it's like a lot of times when I read scripts uh, before, it's like I would just read them because, it, you know, I, I need to get through it and kind of plan things out. But when I read his script, I was even even before anything, I was actually laughing. You know, his 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 dialogue is so good, and 
so well done and so natural that uh, it's almost like, you know, having a conversation with you or someone else where there's bantering going on. There's, you know, sarcasm and all that stuff thrown in. Um, his scripts are so good that I was like, okay, I wanted to do something. I'll just give this guy a call. <laughs> and uh, and Scott, uh, you know, jumped at it, you know. He wanted to pay me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, hey, I was, hey, so Scott, man. Right, so they're going to tell me, no, I was going too now, far there. <laughs> now he got the call. Now now Scott gets the call. So what was that then when you when when you hear back from Eric? So how long you were pitching him? Is he correct in the sign you were pitching for a while? Well, so I, so I had, I had, um, I, I had just, I, my, my plan was to email artists that I really like scripts, have them read it and hope that they're passionate enough to want to work with me. And the plan was okay. Uh, it wasn't as thought out as could be, but in the end, I guess it worked. It took seven years longer than I'd like, but it worked. Um, I also got this other great artist. Um, his name's Hugo Petrus. And so he's drawn like Justice League and things like that. And he drew, and he's he drew um, he drew something for me called Echelon, and I'm sure it's Googleable. And we're hoping we're hoping if White Savior takes off, I'll be able to kind of uh, get all these other things out there. I wasn't I wasn't really excited about self publishing or self promoting at all, and so uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the guy who just pitched his other book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm good pitching if I'm in person, but like I'm I hate social media. I, yeah. And so, like, uh, I, I don't enjoy posting on it. I, I'm, a, I'm an in-person guy. I like talking. And so, and so, yeah. And so, I, I, um, I got a call from Eric. He's like, "Let's, let's, let's do something, bro." And I'm like, "Is this guy a psychopath?" I was, I was like, "Are you on drugs right now? Or have you been drinking?" <laughs> hey, is this really Eric? Hey, wait a minute. You know, <laughs> checking the emails. Hold on, the drop-down menu is really his email. My, hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so. Yeah, and so we just started. He's like, I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever the hell you want. Whatever, whatever. Some bum Ooh. like me, yeah, hey, hey, yeah, let's let's go nuts. And so, yeah, we just started brainstorming a bunch of a bunch of ideas, and uh, and this one hit us, and and we said, screw it, let's do it, let's party. This one, this one right here, you mean? White Savior's <laughs> comic spoof, which I always am sure to say after explaining it, is that it is a comic spoof <laughs> of of White Savior movies over here. Oh man! So talk about this cover and, and and what's going on here. Introduce us slowly into this wonderful world of White Savior that's out now from Dark Horse Comics. Well, the funny thing about this cover is uh, we actually did two different covers just to please both of us. You know, oh. <laughs> uh, initially when we first did this a cover, thinking because I'm 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 very in the old school of comic book heroes, right? You know, I'm drawing these guys badass, muscles everywhere, and just kind of serious looking with a serious mug and everything. Then uh, Scott saw it and he goes, no, nah, uh, we need this to be comedy. And I was like, no, this is comics, man. Where's the, where's all the muscles and stuff? <laughs> but it turns out that Scott was right. Um, this is a perfect cover for this type of uh, book to showcase the comedy of the book. The uh, That's what's going to happen. And uh and just to please myself, I went ahead and finished the other cover that uh, the – so in each one you of mean these – that did, one? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott, please both of you in the showcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, and so so then from that, I decided to go ahead and do two covers for each issue. So one of them has a, 
a uh, kind of a a a uh, the first cover kind of showcases the book and everything. The second one is more of a uh, you know like a variant, and also yeah. each one of them has that has the same kind of sepia old school old uh, uh, old look to them. So I, I think that worked out. Um, and yeah, and in all and in, in all four issues, I think the only time I ever really gave Eric an art note was the cover because. Okay. I was scared out of my mind that people would see the title and think it was something different than what it is. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's, White Savior is both a uh, great and it's also definitely causing a lot of heartburn that people won't uh, uh, understand it. And I'm just waiting for the day that it, it takes off and everybody knows about it so that I don't have to over explain it. Every single time I, I talk about it. It's a book. It's a fundamental book, folks. You guys got to check it out. I mean, there goes uh, the list of your whole amazing creative team, you know. And I love this page, though, regardless, because just, just the motion of, 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 of the character right here. Fire. Yeah. Look at that page, folks. What's uh, panel uses lettering? Talk about you guys and the team, man, this page. Gorgeous. And, and the story. Oh man, uh, the colorist, his name is Ewan, and, uh, uh, Scott was actually the one who found him on Facebook. And, uh, he was the only one that actually, uh, <laughs> was brave enough to work with us, actually, you know. Why, <laughs> so Xavier? Through... What are you talking about? No, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, oh. but the way I was drawing the book, keeping, keeping a lot of, uh, of the line work open, um, yeah. which makes it harder for colorists to, to, uh, to start on on coloring because it's so open to interpretation and leaves them so much room to just do whatever and sometimes that can be kind of uh you know daunting yeah but scott so you can tell them how you found it yo you know i i it was in a good old-fashioned facebook uh, post I, I i made i did a facebook post for some um comic book colorist group and we got a lot we got a, a decent amount of uh of people who responded and I, I sent them all over to Eric and I'm like, all right, pick out a bunch of them and I'll find the most affordable one. And, <laughs> and in hindsight, I just want to say for the record, we lucked out with Elon and now he will be unaffordable. Hopefully. For everybody yeah. right. Like Fat Joe good. says, yesterday's prices are not today's prices. <laughs> right. Inflation. Yeah. I said it's real boy. I mean, again, great looking cover. Woo! Oh man, this is funny. Once you get the context of what's going on, it's like, okay, this is really a trip, son. All right, because the way the book ends is like, yeah, you you get it. Oh man, and a big smile will come to your face, like, oh snap! <laughs> I love what you guys did with this, man. You guys are twisted, twisted storytelling, <laughs> man. So, how long? Uh, what what was the process like in you guys creating this story? Uh, well, we initially had to, uh, figure out what we want to do as far as, uh, uh, cause Scott didn't really, uh, write full scripts and that's, that actually turned out good. So we took a kind of like the Marvel old kind of, um, uh, old type of Marvel script nice. writing where we just do all the plot and I'll figure out the pages and, uh, and the pacing and scene. And, uh, we'll, we fill in the rest after the work is done. We fill in the, uh, the final scripting, the final, uh, jokes that we had for each thing. And, uh, that turned out to be very, it worked well for us to make sure that all the jokes had its impact and, and made themes seem more natural. 
Excellent, excellent. I mean, look at these fades. Look at that change. So you go from this crazy action, with this crazy action scene, what's popping, oh man, and then boom. Find out the story being told. As Eric had explained, so is he inspired after your after your family here, your granddad? <laughs> yeah, my my parents are just like you know all sorts of stories and old this, old that. Uh, my my dad is actually a Vietnam vet. He's very old school, old way of thinking, and uh, you know, and you know, it, it, I relate to Todd quite a bit. Especially, it's funny because because um, I, I think Scott relates. To Todd, maybe more than I relate to Todd, you know. I don't know if the white guy relates to the Asian guy more. <laughs> just, uh... Man, you did a great job uh, with the final scripting and stuff. It's so funny, and the narration uh, throughout the whole thing. It, it, I think, I, I think. Um, I mean, even to me, uh, when I reread it, you know, it's, it, it it feels natural. Well, it does, cause especially when he's, you know, I mean, the character starts talking about himself. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know karate and all this stuff. I mean, it's called amazing. That's <laughs> why I laugh. Because it's true. I mean, yeah, I grew up, you know, you know, how, I don't know if you grew up, been around New York, you know, in the 80s, you know. But, yeah, it's like everybody here back in the day, you know, not, not being raised. But, yeah, we always, every Asian <laughs> karate will kick your ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, come on. We grew up in the age of Bruce Lee and everyone thought we knew karate. Yeah, everyone. Anyway, and unfortunately, that also led to bad situations. Like, no, wait, no, please leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. Again, crazy era. I remember myself growing up watching Kung Fu Theater from Fox and, you know, old school Channel 5. And then all the kids would go outside and practice the moves we just watched. <laughs> a lot of us would, would get hurt and then screamed at by our parents on top of that. So it wasn't much fun, but, you know, <laughs> good era. Check this panels out. Yo, who's your letter with, too, man? They're an amazing job. Oh yeah, Michael Myers is was the letterer. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal, and uh, and and he was even more phenomenal because since we did like the Marvel method way, uh, it's probably a bit harder for the letterer to do it. And every now and then, you know, God bless Mike, he's a saint. There'd be something that we'd write and we'd put it on the page. It just didn't match with the jokes. It just didn't fit. It had yeah. nothing to do with Mike and, and all me and Eric. And so. Uh, he was just, he was, everything he did looked gorgeous. And, uh, and yeah, and he was just ridiculously accommodating. Um, probably more than he should have been. Uh, because <laughs> I would, I would get, so Eric gets really picky about like the art. He'd be like, yeah. Scott, there's a, there's a, a cart of oranges. Do, do the oranges look okay? And I'm like, Eric, I don't feel about the oranges. <laughs> the oranges look great, Eric. Quit bothering me. And, and, and I would say the same thing about the jokes. I'd be like, no, yeah. no, no. We got to bold this word, not this word, because if we bold this word, it's funnier. And Eric would be like, dude, it's the same thing, man. Quit bothering me. Get, get. I'm trying I to don't know. I, I honestly don't know how Mike tolerated uh, <laughs> all these notes from Scott. I was, I was like, dude, that, dude, that's not overdosing. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, but again, it's so because you guys, you know, care about the book, and it does so because you know the jokes do hit, the artistry is beautiful. Again, eye candy, the way the eye moves throughout the book. Thank you. Know, you. you know, people don't talk about that much, but they should because you know, in the storytelling, we're making this cinematic feature in our head as we're reading what you've created and building these characters in our head in a cinematic way. And I think you've you've done an outstanding job of displaying it as such. Well, thank you. Well, that's that's one of the great things about doing uh, uh, creator own books. Um, 
uh, you can just do just about anything and uh, and not worry about, um, you know, uh, just little minor things. Like I I do all these different panelings later on and uh, to try to help tell the story as well. And for me as an artist, it's fun to do to experiment things without worrying about it working. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I'm not going to worry about it if people think it works or not. It, it's fun to me. So with when you do your own book like that, you can just go crazy. And I think uh, uh, issue three and four, uh, especially issue four, I do a lot of things with borders and panels that uh, I, I think helps the book. Oh, yeah, I love that when when people play with the borders and panels and kind of do things that are a little bit different or you know even break kind of out of the panel. Oh yeah, you know, and give, it give, it gives that page so much more oomph. Yeah, it makes it special. And folks, right there, you check out the website Wife Savior Comic. All right. Oh, the, I got the socials below too. You just gotta click away. So, what are we talking here? How many issues this is gonna be? Four Overall? issues. Four issues. Yeah. All right. Is this gonna be an extended universe, or are you guys testing the waters with what's here, or is this testing the one the waters, and moving on? Okay. Uh, testing the waters, but uh, but uh, I, I don't know if, uh, if Scott is so excited about it, but I'm excited. Uh, we've been getting so much great press and review and support from the Asian community that is. To me, I, I was I was so surprised. We're getting. You know, uh, can, we, can we say it's not? I'm not excited. I'm not not excited about getting support from the Asian community. Well, I finish that sentence, Eric. But uh, <laughs> well, what it, what it is is um, the the these the support that we've gotten. It's just amazing. We, we're getting people that uh, actors, comedians, uh, Times, your Woman of the Year, and stuff. And uh, and we had great conversation with producers who actually, we, you know, we're, we're, this might be more than you know. You might see this as a comedy. As we said, oh I'm, man, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I think would 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 be what I say. But yeah, we're getting phenomenal support. It's it's a little overwhelming uh, uh, to have all these people who are reaching out to us um, in like film and TV, and we're like. Yeah, how are we gonna how are we gonna do this? So it's uh, oh, good. I'm, I'm happy it's, that it's, they realize good, I'm bad. Happy that they realize how great it is. I'm happy yeah. they realize how dope it is because it is funny. You know, this is the type of we need humor in our lives. Everything can't be serious, and because uh, the world could get very uh, strenuous at times, and you know, but we need comedy. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, bro, you you on the money. <laughs> you, oh, thank you. The humor and both of you guys just. You made a great team, and uh, again, reading the book, you know, my friend could tell you he was sitting here. He kept looking up, like, "Why are you laughing?" That guy, you know I mean? that guy, that guy right there. Yeah, he saw me laughing several times because you know it is funny. Um, he's like, "What's going on?" I said, "Oh man, this is definitely that New York level type old school humor." All right? So I dig the shit out of this book right now. Well, thank you. This, this is my added to my pull list, and I need to find out. So now that it's going to be on my pull list. Where can I take my copy to get signed by you guys? Are you guys thinking of doing any shows anytime soon, or what's popping? Well, locally, I definitely signed locally here. I did a signing last week. I'm doing another signing this Saturday at a local comic shop here that I go to. That great, great owner, and he's always supported the community here with local artists. So I'm always happy to do local signings. 
but he's not wow. local. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> in Northern California. You know, uh, you never know. You might see us at New York Comic Con. Uh, you better come to New York Comic Con. That would be a <laughs> hell of a good time, yo. Do we have a place to stay already? All right, well, we'll, we'll figure it out, bro. I see a spot right behind we, you. That, we got a place in Hawaii already. Someone already well, said... Listen, if you don't mind staying in the dungeon, I'll put a cot down here. I'll make sure you have running water. I can't guarantee you a bathroom, but hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you better plan on on going out there because let me tell you, I know, Scott, you knew knew into doing all this, but, bro, I think you hit it out the park. Like motherfucking Aaron Judge, uh, you're a monster, bro. You guys are awesome together. Eric, your your art your artistry, just amazing. Again, eye candy. This is such a great book. So as a fan to to you know, amazing creators, thank you for your sharing and what you guys do with us. I definitely appreciate that out of it because when I read this, I, I thought of nothing else but laughed. I went into the story, dug it, said what the elf a couple of times, like, oh, what's going on? Laughed several times, and, and I'm totally curious as to where you guys are going with it. So, oh, we're we're, we're doing a lot more. Uh, what yeah, the it, stuff? It, 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 the surface of crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait uh, to to see where you guys go again. Add this to your pull list, folks. It's out now. If it's not at your local comic shop, then you know you know what they have a computer. So you go to hey, I know you guys don't got it. You may get cover A and B. All right, so you know don't make these guys jealous. That way you get an autograph on each from both. You know, they're like, hey, all right? All right? Are you guys going to count which cover comes to you the most? <laughs> hey, I got more B covers coming <laughs> for autographs and A's. Hey, no. <laughs> but you guys are great. Thank you again. So uh, from Eric and Scott, because, you you know, you're a newbie, but I'm still going to ask what type of advice would you give to somebody. But I'll go to Eric with the veteran advice and then with Scott as, as the new cat. Uh, with, as far as, uh, with me, I, I give a lot of advice with, I still love mentoring young artists. Uh, like when I, when I'm doing a signing this weekend, I'm bringing my whole digital setup and big screen so that you can see that what I'm doing, how I draw and stuff like that. Uh, if anyone has questions for, uh, for me as far as art goes, they can contact me through Twitter, through Instagram. I love it. Uh, I have no problem sharing. I have no problems giving my opinions about it. But as an artist, you got to love it, man. You got to do it every day. Uh, you got to create too. You can't just, uh, sit on one thing and, and hope that will, that's the golden goose. Because as a creator, you got to think of so many different ideas and jokes and, uh, you have to see the world in different perspectives sometimes. So you always got to create. You always got to, uh, try to draw things differently or perceive things a little bit differently. Look for real, man. Great, great advice. But you, Scott, be, be breaking in, finding, doing your thing. Talk, talk about advice on the hustle of trying to get in. So I would say, uh, <laughs> I would say a couple things. I would say the first thing is always latch yourself onto somebody more talented than you are. That's definitely something that helps a lot. Uh, and that's a half joke, but, but the fact of the matter is, like, if you want to get your book seen by people, try to partner up with somebody like Eric, who, you know, will get a creator soulmate, <laughs> these things. And, 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 and that's not an easy thing to do. And so was Eric the first person I emailed? I'm going to say yes, but that might be a lie. <laughs> um, a lot of, no, I, I emailed a lot of artists, you know, and just, I want to get it out there. And so 
the hustle is an unfortunate thing that you have to do. But my advice, so so I'll say this: this is an interesting thing. So it took us seven years to get here, and in that time, Eric had to take jobs with you know Marvel, DC. You know, he, hey, he's got to work, got to got to feed the kids, right? And so during that downtime. What I would do, I would try to get the book like noticed. I would try to think, okay, what can I do to get the book out there, even though Eric's busy? And so I would email famous um, uh, Asian-American um, uh, Japanese actors and actresses, and I would say, we want to use your likeness in the book. So we want to you know, use your face. We want you to be a character in the book. And I didn't get anywhere with it. I got a couple responses, but nobody who latched on board, but it was an idea that was a little bit different. And now you're actually starting to see that. I know Keanu Reeves had a book um, uh, with the awesome oh, with the- over there. And I, uh, Dave, um, uh, I think David Duchovny's got one with Dark Horse and, and Wesley Snipes has a book where they're using his likeness. Yeah, with what not publishing. Yep. And yeah, Keanu and so killed it with Dark Horse. <laughs> and so what I would say is if I was you know, going at it again, I would reach out to somebody and 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 say, I want to I want to do whatever it is to work with you. I want to come up with a story. I will do whatever you need. I will draw for artists and writers. It's going to be different for a writer, for a, for an artist. I will draw your story, especially if they're not an established person. If they're trying to break in, reach out to somebody. Don't expect to get paid a dime. Eric didn't get paid a dime the first time he did anything, and, and it paid off for him. Um, because yeah, a lot of artists here will be like, oh, they're not paying me, I'm not doing it. And then I go, okay, well, what comics have you done? And then there's silence because they haven't done anything. So I would reach out to somebody who's done something and, and try to draw for them. As a writer, it's a little different because, um, because artists, it's a lot more time consuming. And, uh, artists sometimes don't have the same mass appeal that, that writers would do. But what I would do is I would, if I had to do it differently, uh, I would probably save up money and pay the artist to get it done um, just because it, it takes such a long yeah. time. And But I would do that with somebody who I know would have an in somewhere, and hopefully that would get your book seen because the hardest part is is getting the book seen by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I met Eric, I mean, the, the odds of me ever getting my book seen by anybody were one in a million. And so um, – yeah, but luckily, the day after he sent this book to Dark Horse, we want to do it. Yeah, they they picked it up. Wow. Yeah, they the picked it up pretty quickly. The history of, of pickups, like, we got a call that the next day, usually these things take weeks, months. Hey. But and here's a good thing. Look at that. He just, Scott just walked into the bar and got picked up quickly. Hey, no, I'm snatching you, baby. Yeah, yeah here's a good thing, guys. <laughs> we, we got an email from producers a day next day. So, what? yeah, you know, so. Yeah. So knock on wood, man. I mean, oh, I, I'm man. excited. I'm oh, excited. We talk so. to people that are excited about this. Yes. And the funny thing that the Scott brings it up is as an artist, here's the big thing about being an artist too. I'm so quiet. And only because of Scott, knowing Scott and how uh, tenacious he is, is that I'm, I'm telling Scott, yeah, I am, man. Whatever we can do to get the um, uh, promotion out there. Fact, usually, usually I'm just so quiet. Like I work with, I worked and did the weekend's book, Starboy. Nice. From Marvel, right? Oh, wow. I mean, uh, I was the artist on that book, and, and but I was so quiet during the whole time that uh, no one knew that I did the weekend's book. book. 
Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's oh big. God. I mean, that's the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Scott's been telling me that. So Scott is actually my PR guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Eric and I are a, a, a tag team. This is how, even though we've got this publisher, we, we still want to make sure the word gets out. So what I'll do is literally I'll scour the internet. I'll get contact information and emails. I'll send them to Eric. Eric emails him. So it's literally a tag team that we have oh, well, going on. I want to applaud you guys on that because that's how obviously, you know, you guys hitting the campaign, pushing the book. That's how I found out about you guys. Kudos to you, man. Cause again, it's that like you guys are creators that understand, you know, the book doesn't market itself. You also got to put it out there and put yourselves out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, I applaud you on that. Uh, big time, you great job. Cause I'd seen you. I oh, mean, you. I looked up you guys and I was like, oh my, a, a list. I'm like, oh, you guys have been everywhere. Woo, wherefa. <laughs> and, and, and it was like the 042nd Street was popping here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys were everywhere. It's great though. I, I love seeing that type of energy, uh, from creators that, you know, know that their project is awesome and fire. So, you know, kudos to you again. Thank, so, you. thank you. And thank you for coming on to the show to talk about this dope project. So let me, let me share this again, folks. And you, and you heard Eric. I mean, he, he will share advice with you guys. Take yep. advantage of an amazing uh, creative talent such as Eric has been in the game for a minute. So he know what he's talking about. When, when he's going to tell you, he's going to give you some honesty. He ain't going to yep. come to you like no Simon Cowell. He'll be nice about it. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so no, I'm pretty gentle. You know what? <laughs> I got to do a quick segue, Al, if you don't mind. So remember when you said, have you ever had a brush at fandom? I actually got on stage at America's Got Talent in no. front of Simon Cowell. I got three no's and one yes from Simon Cowell. Stop lying. What did you do? You know, I did this thing. Uh, I did this thing. It was a, it was a comedy it bit. It was um, my, my bit was that I was a game show host, but it was like a comedy bit. And the game that I played was called Howie or No Howie. And so yeah. Howie Mandel is one of the judges, and I would name the plot of a movie. And Oh, shit, that's you? Um, I remember that. I yes. don't remember it. It never aired. No, I'm a dude. That's something about that. I, there's something about that. Either I seen the clip. There's some shit about this. There's, there's yeah. something out there. It might be online clear. somewhere. But, but that was something, there's something familiar but... about the game show Howie, about him. <laughs> something about, yo, there's something about that. Well, yeah, he, he, he hosted yeah, the I'm game sure. show. But it was a, the whole thing was a cluster um, F, if you will. Uh, would, if I mean, that was the case, I would have put it on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was more like, well, it was the, the idea was I was, I was going to say it and then make a joke. But I think yeah. that it was supposed to be a kind of an homage to uh, – homage to – um, Howie Mandel, which is a homage Howie, H O. Um, and so it, it just the whole thing went a little crazy, but but Simon supported it, so uh, it's my boy right there. Somebody see, and he makes million dollar acts, so he thought you were a million dollar <laughs> act. We gotta get him promoting White Savior is what we gotta do. Simon, listen to Al Mega's uh, podcast here and promote. <laughs> let's get him, yo. I give you, I will never give you a buzzer, man. Let's go, let's go, guys. Cause this is a dope book. Four issues again. Four issues, folks. Not gonna break the bank, but it's gonna definitely put a smile on your face and, and, uh, thorough entertainment with beautiful art. Great story. Dark Horse Comics. I mean, again, su support your LCS and amazing creators. 
like Eric and Scott, yo, for real. Thank you guys for for hanging out, Thank talking you. some comics and some good stuff. Yeah, it was fun, man. Thank you. Now you guys rock, bro. I can't, I can't wait to see you guys in person. So I'm gonna take you up on that for New York Comic Con, all right? All right. So that way we can crack some jokes and, and, and get canceled <laughs> somehow. Let me start playing. Grandpa, <laughs> let's make it happen, baby. Check out White Savior. It's gonna be your next favorite comic. Check out Comic Crusaders, Undercover Cape, support Dark Horse Comics as well because they have an amazing line of books and that's why I say it, but a whole bunch of greatness, yo. Go publish that. All right, check them out. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 